subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt, as always, with you as your hosts of this amazing podcast. It's incredible. If I do say so myself. Not that I am biased in that statement whatsoever, but uh, I do appreciate everybody who, who always tunes in. Thank you guys so much. We, we love our listeners and we have a place for you. If you haven't already been there, go to Facebook and look for The Ninja Selling Podcast. We have a community where you can hang out, ask questions. If you ask a question on there, you're going to get great answers. Uh, be prepared for people to help analyze whatever you're going through. We've had people ask about like, hey, I'm trying to price this property. Am I doing this right? And like 20 people. And some of it, you got to be ready. You know, you're going to get some good critical feedback sometimes, which is always great. So love the group. Thank you guys for making that community great. Just to add on that real quick, Matt brought to my attention just the Well, this is just this morning. He said, uh, he said, did you see the question in the community about what was it about a ninja brokerage? Like what would be the best ninja brokerage? Oh yeah. What, like what brokerage are you with and how do you love how ninja is part of it or something like that? So I had not seen the question yet and I had not seen the responses and part of me went, Oh, this could be interesting. And Matt responded with, no, it's really positive. Like everybody's answers are so incredibly positive. And I want to say thank you to all of you because very easily that question could have been run with in a different direction. And uh, the mere fact that it was responded to the way that it was, it says a lot about who you all are and your energy coming into this group. So thank you for all of you being you. It's also great to see Ninja in so many different brokerages too, right? I mean, yeah, it was everything from major brand names to little boutiques, independent one office companies. And it was really cool to see that because that's the beauty of Ninja is like you don't you can feel comfortable at so many different places running this system. So if you do want to learn more about what Ninja is, if you're like, wait, wait, what is Ninja Selling? I don't even under, like, what do you mean the systems? Oh, we got systems. And head over to ninjaselling.com. You can learn more about that. But we got a topic for you today, which Garrett, you brought up. And I have this vision of, you know, those posters in college, at least back when we were in college, I don't know if kids still put posters on their walls. I hope they do. They do. But it was always like the inspiration for higher education. And it showed all like the luxury cars and in like a five or six or seven car garage and everything like that. Yep. Well, that was the analogy you're using for today's topic. So I'll let you introduce the rest of it. But that's the vision I have in my head going into today. This came out of a coaching call that I was on with somebody and they were they were feeling worn out. They're in a role of their business where they're like, I'm constantly being pulled in different directions. You know, when it came time to actually be prospecting, uh, that was time was muddied up with stuff that they were trying to handle that business they had actually created. Their spouse, a significant other, was frustrated with them because when they were, you know, supposed to be home with their kids and home with the, in their world, their life, the spouse is saying, Will you please turn off your phone and be with us? Like, be here. And this is a really common thing that we get into, and especially as being you know entrepreneurs, being business owners, like we get in this mode of like working all the time. And one of the ways that it's always worked really well for me, and this is the topic that I wanted to talk about today, is getting in this mindset of like we have different cars in the garage. We have different vehicles we drive throughout the day. 
And this is an opportunity for you to basically help yourself make the transition. I learned this from my dad years ago, and he he used the example of a TV. And he said, you know, you got to imagine, now this is way back. Imagine, some of you may not understand this, but TVs used to only have 12 channels. They had like a little dial and it. <laughs> uh, I remember the dial TVs. 12 channels. You might have color on that one, by the way. If it did, you had the nice model. The The channel you didn't have was channel 12. It was like, it went from 11 to 13 a lot of the times. It was like, which is so weird because in buildings, you go from floor 12 to 14 in some of them. And you're like, wait, why did TV choose to move away from channel 12? No superstition in the TV world. No. <laughs> but so what would happen is, is my, my dad said this to me one time. He said, you, you need to physically change the channel of where you are in your day. And I, again, I'm a car guy. I'm not, I'm not a TV person. So I'm using my dad's analogy and turning into a world that works for me. But uh, he said, you know, I have the family channel. I have the business channel. I have the investment channel. I have the home improvement channel. And he says, you need to physically get up and change it. Now, I look at that in my world as cars in the garage, horses in the stable, whatever you want to use, analogy that works for you. Tools in the toolbox. Tools in the toolbox. <laughs> but there are certain times in the day. Let's talk about building and growing a business. This is where a lot of people in Ninja get caught in the mud. And they're like, gosh, I, I, I want to do these systems. I, I've got my people I need to call. I got notes I want to write. I got, I got real estate reviews I want to do. I got lunches I need to schedule. I got events that I want to plan. But I've got all this business I'm supposed to be doing right now. Those are two separate vehicles that are in the garage. And sometimes, Matt, and this is why I want to talk to you about this, there's vehicles that never get used. We're driving around in one all the time, wondering why other things are falling apart or other people are frustrated with us. Because I know like, if I drove my car all the time, my family actually complains about my car. <laughs> Works in this way too. Yeah. But Matt, I want to talk to you about this today because I think that we fail to acknowledge one, that we have multiple cars in the garage, and then we fail to acknowledge that maybe I need to get into a different vehicle here for a little bit and switch up my entire role of my day. Yeah. Or the other thing is, is you you carry this massive car carrier with you all the time because you're like, well, as soon as somebody does this, I need to jump into the other car and go there, right? That's a really interesting thing is that you're constantly bringing them all with you. Yeah. And you're just jumping from one to the next and one to the next. It's a mess. It is. And and we do this because realtors wear a lot of hats. We drive a lot of cars. And I get it. You're running your own business as an independent contractor and your sales, your customer support, your back office operations, your construction management, you're all of these things that you do. And then you go home and it's like, I got to be mom. I got to be dad. I got to be husband, wife, you know, whatever it is. And we forget to turn some things off. And so it's usually we take the work vehicles with us and we leave the personal vehicles at home, right? And then when we get home, we forget to go into the garage and recognize, hey, we got personal vehicles here too. Or the hobby vehicles. Yeah. I know a lot of realtors that haven't taken a day off and I don't know how long. And it's like, there's a wonderful... I'm going to say in my world, sports car sitting in the garage that would really like to be driven. 
<laughs> he would love to go out for a drive. And you're sitting here going, no, 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 no. I got to stick here in this vehicle right now because there's work to be done. People need my attention. Things need to be happening. And it's like, at some point, at some point, there's going to be a breakdown here. At some point, something's going to happen where that that car is going to be like, I don't want to be in your stall anymore. Yeah. I don't even want to be in your world anymore. So we got to figure out ways to transition between these different roles that we play throughout our day. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about schedule and routine, and, and that's where we really have to begin. And if you are not in control of your calendar at all, if you're not in control of your schedule, if you're not in control of your personal calendar, if you're not on the same page as your family, you're at a breaking point. Yep. Or you will be at some point soon. And this is the first thing is figuring out, okay, let me first acknowledge when and where do I want to be in which role? When and where do I want to take that car or that car, right? And this is why we say work on your business in the morning and in the business in the afternoon. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't some exceptions that come up like, oh gosh, like this closing is scheduled here. I can't move it. It's like, okay, great. Well, what can we do with our calendar to make sure that we have the right hat on or we're driving the right car at the right time there so that we can transition from that role back into our on the business to make sure that that stuff happens today. How do we transition from winding the day down, closing out the day, resetting expectations with everything in our inbox so we can go home and be with our family and enjoy some dinner without having to go hop back on email? Well, and vice versa too. You can easily be in a negotiation situation with a client and the whole time your brain is going, I, I should be here. I should be doing this. What am I going to be doing? How am I preparing for my wife's birthday party? You know, have I done this? Have I done that? Like you can very easily be so darn distracted that you're not actually over in this this arena that you should be in. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I think you're hundred percent correct. And I want to just emphasize that your schedule is where you're going to decide what car you're going to be in during certain times of the day. And if your schedule, when you look at it. If it shows you switching cars every couple minutes or every couple hours, like you need to step back and be like, is this a a successful plan for when I am in that time? Or how can I like be in that car and stay in that car? Let's put some miles on it for a little bit. And in this couple hours here, I've got four hours here that I'm going to put into this business that is 100% business building time. I've got a handful of hours here that is handling the business that I've been. Let's switch over to that vehicle and we're going to stay in this one for a while. We're going to put some miles on this one for a while. And then once we've done that really well, and yet this is not just getting in the car and sitting in the garage, by the way, we're going to take it out and drive it. Like you got to be active in this role (laughs) because I know people that go park themselves at the office and be like, well, I'm working now. Well, the the car analogy works really well here because- you can switch a hat really quick, right? Be like, oh, I'm wearing this hat and now I'm wearing this hat. But whenever you, if you're looking at your calendar and it's like what you said, you want to look for those opportunities to batch like activities together because there's always startup and takedown time whenever you task switch. And so think about it like, well, I have to get out of this car, walk over to that one, get in, start it up, adjust the seat and the mirrors and everything to make sure it's right. That takes time. And so every time you move from this task to this task, so, hey, I'm sitting here doing customer service calls. Oh, now I got to go write an email to a lender. Okay, I'm back to customer service calls. Oh, I got to go do a little prep work for my listing appointment this afternoon. Okay, I'm back to customer service calls. 
you could have just wasted an hour of your day switching tasks because you had to move from the mindset of making customer service calls and everything you had scheduled there to, wait, where's this person email? Let me make sure I get all this set up. That Just the setup and takedown time. I'm not even talking about the time spent driving the car or doing the execution. Just that transition takes time. And the more transitions you have, the more time you're wasting. This goes back to our prior episode of scaling or not to scale. If you're wasting a lot of transition time, if we can fix that, you may not need to scale into a big team. You may all of a sudden say, holy cow, I just increased my income per hour by making sure I'm in one vehicle at a time. So this comes up. So internally in the coaching program, we do these things called think tanks. And it allows a a platform or panel of our coaching clients to come together who have mastered a system or really good at a system inside of Ninja. And how do we share and how do we grow off of this? And the last one we just recently did, there were a couple of days, yesterday, <laughs> time fast is too fast. Yesterday morning. Two days ago. Two days ago? It was two days ago. Oh man, jeez. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I accidentally scheduled an email to go out on, I thought I was sending it on Thursday, went out Friday and I said in the email, happy Thursday. And now everybody's getting it. Anyway, it's fine. (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, so two days ago in the morning, we did this think tank and we did it on hot and warm list. We're talking about how do you calculate your height and your warm list? How do you mechanically approach it? And what are the results you get and, and all the different ways you can do it? And there's a gentleman named Mike Del Palma who's up in South New Jersey, which I learned very quickly. There's a difference of South New Jersey and New Jersey City, which you can tell I live on the west. No, there's North, Central, and South. There's actually three parts. We didn't go into the whole Central thing, but yeah, there's Central Jersey too. Oh, oh my gosh! I knew I was going to open this can of worms up. Okay, so I'm <laughs> I'm on the West Coast. I apologize. So you have North and South California. You know, I mean. And you can't just divide it into North and South California. I get you. Okay, we're we're stuck. Sorry, Matt. So okay, yeah, never mind. Back to the, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Mike De Palma was really, and I would say somebody who has figured out how to drive in a car and stay in that car. He made the comment of like, I have a spouse. His wife is like she goes. She expects me home at a certain time, and he's like, and she's not. He made. He's like, it's not that she's like controlling or anything like that, but like. We have a relationship and a commitment to each other is what I was getting from him, that this is our life. You have a business that you have that you're running. You better be out there working and doing it right and making it happen. And then come home and be with us. Come home. And I think they have a baby on the way from what I understood. Come home and be in this situation and be 100% here. And as I was listening to him, and as we're talking about this, this topic that we came up with today... It's like he's figured out how to be in that car and drive the wheels off it when he's in it. Like that's his piece over here. And then he transitions into another part of his business and he drives the wheels off that car while he's in there. And I have this vision right now where like he brings it back to the garage and hands the keys to the mechanic and goes, fix that beast. I'm coming back for tomorrow. Okay, where's my next one? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It needs an oil change. It needs this. The tires are worn out. You only had it for four hours. Yep, that's exactly right. I used every bit of that car for the four hours that I had it. Now I'm going to this one. I got that sense from Mike that that's like how he runs his life. Like that's he's like treating it like if you're gonna do it, go all in for those times. And that's what I want to encourage people to do. Don't dabble. Don't just sit in the car in the garage. 
Don't go out for just like, oh, I'm going to go tootle around in this thing today because I'm in my work car and I'm working today. Like go out and own it and then come back, switch out, change into a new role and be 100% there. Yeah. And there is now just making sure your calendar is in place and the showing up and executing it, as you've kind of said, and having that transition plan. I like what you said about having this vision of Mike going into the garage and tossing the keys to the mechanic, right? Like that's something we got to think about too. How are you aligning how you move from on the business to in the business? Because I think sometimes we get stuck in the transitions. That's when we get stuck in the Instagram or Facebook scroll. We get distracted as we transition. So setting yourself up to be able to move from one activity to another, and it could be using a planned break of like, hey, I'm going to use lunch as my way to transition from this role to that role. I'm going to use a coffee break in the morning. I'm going to use, like, I'm going to take a a 10 minute meditation break or whatever it might be. It could be a walk. It could be all kinds of things that they call them pattern breaks is what they are. You need a pattern break to say, okay, I am now moving from one role to the next. And it even could be like leaving your phone, like when you get home, the phone stays in a car for an hour. So you have an hour, like if you're walking into the house, texting and finishing an email and stuff, which I will say in my household is big challenge because we both work from home. So like the office is always there. Yep. But having some type of structure to break that up, that's going to be an amazing way to make that transition. Yeah. That's, I mean, in my world, I'm the same thing, Matt, work here out of my house. My wife works out of the house and there's, there's rooms in this house that are work rooms. Uh, work does not come out into the front room. It just doesn't happen. I I'll, I, I, I can't think of the last time I actually sat down at the front table with like spreadsheets and information and my notes and start putting stuff together. Like slide off into my office if I'm going to do that. This is a work environment. At the same time, I don't hang out in here. I had a whole bunch of my uh, my daughter's friends infiltrated my office the other day, which they're usually not allowed in here. 18, 19-year-old kids, are I love them, but they're a lot of energy. <laughs> But they came rolling in here and they're like, oh, cool, a man cave. Like, look at this stuff because there's snowboards and there's guitars and there's bikes and there's car stuff because it's all my stuff, my hobbies that I remind myself with of like, this is why I work is to go do all this stuff. So I keep all that stuff in my office, which some people may think you're crazy, but it's okay because it might be. But it was interesting is like they were looking at this as like, this is like my man cave hangout place where I go and get away. And it's like, no, no, this is work. (laughs) This is a work zone. And then I leave. Even when I put a big old TV in here, everybody was like, oh, you're just going to sit there and watch TV. Uh, If that thing goes on, it's because my email gets moved up to it. So I have a big spot that I can manage my email while I'm doing other things. Yeah. It is not uh, not a working or switch around environment. So again, going down this path, Matt, I think that uh, we probably kind of covered a good chunk of what we wanted to cover today, but I want everybody just to take a look at their own life, look at their own schedules, look at what they're doing. I will, I will add this little piece in because this has been, keeps coming back to my mind. There was a study that was done and I got to see if I can find it. And they were talking about transition times and they were specifically about distractions, a simple distraction in your world of like, while you're working on let's say, growing your business, we're sitting down and we're writing handwritten notes and we're in the groove. We're like in that moment doing handwritten notes. And all of a sudden your phone chimes 
and we got an inspection report back. Oh, oh, let's check that out real quick. And you start flipping through that. Oh, looks okay. Everything came back in. Let's say everything came back in absolutely perfect. Excellent. That's so great to see. Okay, now where was I with my handwritten notes? The study said that simple distraction that maybe took about two minutes for you to flip through and just go, everything's cool, now takes you 10 minutes at least to get back to the groove that you were when you were writing the note before. Yeah. You don't just fall right back into it. And this is the beauty of taking the car out and driving the wheels off it is when you're in that mode of driving that car that way, you can just get so much stuff done. You are on task with that and then shut it down. Now you get to be on task and that might be with your loved ones at home. Yeah. And they're going to appreciate every single bit of it when you're 100% there with them doing that. And so I think the biggest part of this, Garrett, and I think the the thing that I want people to take away is not necessarily the tactics, although those are going to be really helpful for you to make the transition, is be aware that you do drive a lot of different cars, you wear a lot of different hats, you do a lot of different things as a realtor, as a business owner, as whatever you do in your personal life. If you can bring awareness to that, if you just acknowledge that upfront, it's going to be so much easier to manage the transitions so that you use your time effectively and that you get more joy out of the business and your life and your customers win too, because they get a better version of you when they have you versus you being with them and you going, oh gosh, I got all those other things that I got to do in the back of my head. You don't want to show up that way. No way. So this is great, man. And I'm going to throw one last piece in this that might just confuse the situation, but... (laughs) There are some of us that don't show up and do some of our jobs. We don't show up and do real estate because it's not something we love. Um, It's something that we do as a job. And that might be your problem of why you don't take the car out and drive the wheels off of it. uh, Is because every time you get into it, you go, ugh. I don't like this car. I hate this car. Like this car just doesn't, I don't know. It just seems to, uh, it just doesn't make me happy being here and whatnot. Sell the damn car. Go find a new one. You're going to find this in aspects of your life. There are relationships that you might be in that you're like, oh, the reason I don't go drive that car is because I don't like being there. You might need to sell the car. Life is short. Enjoy this life. Fill yourself with this is really this is where I look. Fill yourself with vehicles that you love. <laughs> <laughs> and you might have to just drive the heck out of that car for a little bit before you can sell it yep. and get into something else. But yeah, I would always look to and just on the car thing, you should drive vehicles that put a smile on your face. It doesn't mean you have to spend a whole lot of money on them. And just so the relationship thing doesn't get weird, (laughs) you might have a car that relates to your relationship that maybe you just need to pay some better attention to that car so you enjoy driving it more. Yeah. Maybe it needs a little, maybe it's a little upgrade. Maybe it'll, maybe some new shoes or. It needs a little love. It needs a little attention. Maybe you don't need a brand new car. You just need to. Little engine tune. Give it a little attention. And all of a sudden it's like, you know what? This was a damn great car. And I just need to show some love to it real quick. So take that little (laughs) insight. (laughs) Relationship advice with Garrett Fry. We'll be back next week for more. (laughs) How to tune your car. (laughs) I love it. All right. I love it, man. Well, that's good. Matt, I appreciate you going down this path with me today. Yeah, for sure. Always enjoy having these types of conversations a little outside the box and 
I love analogies. I don't know what it is. It's just for me, it's like all of a sudden, it's like everything just becomes clear when I can put an analogy. Everybody else is like, yeah, it doesn't work for me. I'm not a car person. But hey, you know what? <laughs> uh, you're you're along this ride with us. <laughs> well, we used hats and tools in the toolbox. and We did. Ho- I, I used horses. I threw horses in for all you horse people. Channels on the, t- the TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. Might have a thoroughbred or... But yeah, sorry for the abundance of car use. It's just, it is, it is, it, that's, that's us. So yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want to learn more, we didn't really talk about a whole lot of Ninja Day. If you wanted to learn more about where Matt and I come from and our thought process, go check out ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about our coaching program, which we did talk about, I think having a coach or we might've. That was the last episode. It might've been the last episode. I, I am, man, my brain <laughs> is just piling everything together this morning. With that being said, we're batching, by the way. Speaking of the hats that you're wearing, Garrett and I have the podcast car out this morning. And so we've been batching some things. So that's batching. So I'm, I, I got, I'm pulling <laughs> episodes together here. Uh, you can go check out the coaching program on ninjaselling.com. That's where Matt and I spend most of our day. And then go check out the podcast community on Facebook, uh, Ninja Selling Podcast. Absolutely awesome. Amazing group of people. Uh, and again, appreciate everybody who brings all the positive energy, all the positive feedback, comments, questions, everything. So thank you all. And we will be back. I promise you. Oh yeah. Thanks everybody. Appreciate you. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.